Hey everyone, welcome back to the Guri Show podcast. Today we have Kavita with us on the show. She's a B-School lecturer and entrepreneur turned business success strategist for visionary, ambitious women who want it all, the global impact, consistent income, and the freedom lifestyle. Kavita specializes in working with entrepreneurs in small businesses in two phases of their development. Number one, start your business. You have a passion or expertise or skill to do something to contribute meaningfully to the world, and you know you need some help getting started. She guides you through a proven step-by-step process for developing a clear path purpose, and a game plan for making your idea a reality or turn your knowledge into a profitable online business. Secondly, grow your business. You've successfully started a business, developed products or services, and have a flow of customers, but you're stuck or not clear how to up-level it to the next level. Kavita will guide you to develop key strategies for growing your business to the next level. Now, interesting thing, my friends, is that Kavita started as a chocolate business owner. Um, she used to teach people how to create chocolates and sell them uh, in their local areas. And she also had a chocolate shop where she used to create varieties of chocolate cakes and chocolates. I mean, varieties of chocolates. <laughs> Um, if not just the cake. And then slowly and steady, she moved on into this real, this online business. So we are going to hear a lot from her, how she transitioned from this chocolate business owner to a six-figure online business coach. And how is she doing now? And since when she started her journey and what were her ups and downs. And we are also going to talk about what she has to share with you. If she has to share some tips with you, we are going to talk about all of that with Kavita today on the Guri Show podcast. So stay tuned. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good too. Super excited to have a conversation with you. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, where are you from? We are in in India, and you know, it's just sometimes feel so like you find people on in Facebook groups, but you know that they are, you know, from the same country, and it feels good. Yeah, I'm located in uh, Cochin, Kerala, the southern uh, tip of India. Yeah, I've been there. Of course. <laughs> so, you are also in India. Yeah, I'm in I'm in Dehradun. You've heard of? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Dehradun. Okay. Yeah, most people kind of relate to like Rishikesh if they are uh, have this, you know, or Haridwar if they have like a spiritual um, inclination. So then I kind of tell them, oh, it's near to Haridwar, it's near to Rishikesh. Otherwise, <laughs> like near to New Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for like. You are in, you know, I think we are in the same niche. We are both online business coaches, you know. So yes. how long you've been doing this? I got into online coaching uh, just one and a half years back. I was a college lecturer and uh, teaching MBAs 
in uh, business strategies. Then I quit my job for family reasons. When I conceived my child, uh, I quit it. That was seven, almost 17 years back. After that, uh, like whenever I tried to get in to go for a job, like whenever I had an interview schedule that day, my child will feel ill. Somehow it, it so happened that I couldn't get back to the corporate uh, job and uh, I took up uh, freelancing works, uh, various freelancing works right from online tutoring to podcast production to editing, proofreading and things like that. Then later on in 2008, I started my own uh, chocolate business wherein I also trained uh, people in setting up their chocolate business. Oh, wow. So does that mean like you physical delivery of chocolates to places? Not exactly. That, that was how I started uh, initially, but then like I got into training more. So I trained people in setting up their chocolate business. Okay. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I would love to learn. <laughs> I know I don't know how to make chocolate though, but yeah, business. Whenever there's a business word, it's like okay, something I can do, something I can relate with. <laughs> uh, I still have online classes in chocolate making. Yeah, that's that's great. Actually, I also come from teaching background. I used to teach economics, so I'm uh-huh. MA in economics. I've done with my education back in 2012. And then I started teaching, like I started teaching in 2010, but then like two years was also, I was learning as well. And so then I left teaching in 2017. I just felt like it's, you know, there's something more that I can do. It's not, it's not the only thing for me. So then I, in 2017, I moved to online business. So yeah, you were teaching marketing? Yes. Yeah, I was teaching economics, so. (laughs) <laughs> somewhere related <laughs> yeah so like tell us um your journey you know of of this like one year one and a half year and now i think you have a a huge uh, facebook group and like well, how do you like you know anything that you want to share about how did you grow that or like like a brief um overview of your one and a half years journey Yes. Uh, see, when I entered uh, this industry in 2019, August, like it was a totally new beast for me. Like I didn't even know what is a sales funnel or what is meant by email automation. Uh, what is an email autoresponder? What, how, how do people track? So all these terms were totally new to me. That was the stage at which I entered in this industry. And so it it was a learning curve for me. And um, yes, uh, I had to put in a lot of efforts to learn all this. And uh, also at the same time to build my brand. Because though I had a Facebook profile, though I was present in Instagram and LinkedIn as well, Frankly speaking, I didn't know properly to uh, use it properly or effectively. 
until and unless like I got into this online coaching industry and then, you know, took up a couple of courses and where my mentors taught me this is the objective that one has to meet or this is how things need to be get done. So from there I started and right now um, I have a small, I won't call it a huge Facebook group. Um, I have crossed uh, 970 members um, till date. That, by the way, that was the third group because my first two groups were flop. I was learning during that time. I didn't know what to do, how to handle it. So that was totally experimental period for me. Uh, now th this is going pretty good. Um, so I have 99, 70 members in my Facebook group. Then I have uh, more than 2,000 friends on my FB, then I've got two FB pages where like I've got 5,000 plus another thousand in, um, in the another page and uh, 300 plus followers in the LinkedIn and in Instagram also like I have thousand plus 500 uh, followers. So that is the fan following or that has been built during this one and a half years. Um, so I'm pretty happy with the way things are going. And uh, right now, um, so after achieving, uh, you know, four figures for a while now, now I have, um, I joined a mastermind way like, I'm learning uh, to upgrade myself to become a six-figure coach. Yeah, and that's incredible. You know, I think we all need some kind of masterminds at, you know, some stages. Yes. <laughs> at different stages. Like when we are at six-figure, we need an eight-figure mastermind. So that's a good investment. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's how it's going. I think it's 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 going pretty well because you know you it's just been one and a half year and last year was a mess for like each one of us it, it was so um it wasn't it wasn't a comfortable journey like a roller coaster because sometimes I'm not sure I'm not sure how uh it like how good or how bad it was for you but yeah it was for sure a roller coaster <laughs> right yes. Yeah, last year had its own ups and downs, but then like, you know, uh, every opportunity, every situation uh, brings us some opportunities and it teaches us something. Correct, 100%, 100% correct. So Leah, like how was your business last year? And yeah, did you launch during that time? Did you sell anything? Were you able to... Yes, uh, I, th that was the time when I launched my first uh, uh, signature program, which is known as Passion to Profits, where like I help women in turning their passion or expertise into a, a profitable, scalable online business, which they can, you know, aut automate at a later stage in the uh, process. So That's I launched great. that program that is a, a four-month program 
and yes like uh, i didn't sell much but yes like i got few students and they are uh, doing well now good to know i mean i think in the initial phase we are all testing and learning so even if we get a few sales it's it's always good it's like it's like validation yeah you know yeah so um how long is that like you said four months yeah mm-hmm. okay that's nice and it was the first time you launched in 2020 no uh, see that was the um long program that i launched in 2020 but otherwise like i concentrated more on doing you know short term mini trainings workshops mm. in uh, a four week intensives which yeah, went very well nice. that's nice so like give us an overview of how you like i need uh, so i'm thinking i should ask you a couple of questions and starting from what's your vision like and one of the question is on a very personal level because we are both indian women and we know it's it's tough to you know um scale in an in an international international audience so we have our own disadvantages and advantages so that is a question like i'm putting out to you on a personal level like well, how do you see that more indian women should um you know come out of their comfort zone especially you know young girls like in not really young but women from 20 to 40s yeah yeah so uh how what's well, how do you think we should help them we should help ourselves as well you know not like i'm saying let's help them but let's first help <laughs> ourselves and the next thing is like um what's your vision on an international level like for your own business yeah yes uh see to answer this when i entered this online coaching industry i didn't enter purposefully thinking that i want to do coaching uh i actually attended a marketing training for one month for making um you know for my chocolate business and that training actually opened up doors for me i mean that was the time when i realized uh my you know disadvantage or the the lack of exposure what we as indians and especially as women have here uh, that was an eye opener for me and the, uh, that day i actually realized that i've got lot of things to do i can do lot for myself and for women like me because uh, during that period like i was already coaching coaching and i had already coached a lot of people both men and women in setting up their chocolate business which mainly people did as a home based business or as a small business yeah uh, so like I, i knew like what are the difficulties that they they are facing like what are the questions they have and what is the scenario and apart from that like I, at that time i was active in some you know business networking groups here so uh i, I was pretty aware of the situation here so this particular training it actually uh you know that made me 
that gave me an entry and also that was the uh, eye-opener for me in a lot of ways. And that is how that made me come into online coaching industry. That is I have, yeah, I've had my eye-opening uh, incident when, you know, I was um, coaching under these two famous people, like famous people in India. Um, so they are basically, one of them is teaching blogging, the other one is teaching Facebook ads. So I was learning from them. And when I say famous, I mean, in their niche, they are famous. Mm -hmm. And so then I realized that, okay, but who do I teach to? Like, where is my market? Your audience, I mean, their audience was not my audience, you know? And so I was like, I am into, completely into online courses, but where is my audience? So, and then I realized there's a huge international market, but I need to kind of start making my, you know, place in that market and not just to cater to international uh, audience, but also to, uh, you know, come to a place where I can stand and help Indian audience as well. You know, so that was an eye-opening, eye-opening moment for me. Like, okay, I'm learning it, but how do I deploy it? <laughs> I mean, where do I, to whom do, uh, should I deploy it? Yeah, the, the, that's a good uh, thought, what you are having. Uh, see, to this, I would say that we, as a, as women and as Indian, we have got two challenges. One is that, like, if we cater to only Indian um, audience, I'm not sure how many women are ready to come out yeah. of their shells, uh, shells of various. Yeah, yeah, I get your point. <laughs> both personal, social, uh, you know, religious, uh, regional Some things. Yeah, uh, barrier, uh, barricades. So they have to break their shell and come out. They should be courageous enough to do that in the first place. Uh, and secondly, like these uh, concepts, like now you should be knowing, like most of these concepts are pretty new to the Indian market or many people right. are not aware of uh, these, um, what do you call that, the, these uh, nitty-gritties of online industry yeah. or yeah, industry correct. in particular. So they should be ready to put in effort and learn uh, at whatever age level they are. So like we all know that once they reach a certain level, they stop their studies, they are either comfortable with their job or they are comfortable with their family like I was for such a long time. Yeah. But how many women like you and me are ready to come out of that and do this? That is the first question. Right. Number two is like when we cater to the, um, especially the Western audience, uh, I I still have the doubts. <clears throat> Sorry, I still have my own doubts. Like to what extent they will accept us as their yeah coaches, coach. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a huge channel cha challenge I faced too when I was I was starting. I mean, sometimes I face it like now as well. It's not that I'm an established, uh, you know, international coach. So, but that's a, that's a good question, you know. But I think some of it, 
like people sometimes say some most of it is a mindset issue i don't think it's it's a mindset issue to that extent it's it's a reality you know people do not want to uh you know accept people as their coaches to whom they they don't see as i mean i don't know if i should use the word but in some way superior you know yeah but that i know that's 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 a debatable word <laughs> but <laughs> I know it's not the correct word where I just use it anyway. So, no, uh, what yeah, you it's kind are, of the thinking. I agree to some extent uh, what what you uh, felt because earlier I also had this doubt in my mind and though I didn't discuss with people at a later stage I talked to uh, people around from across the world various cultures my friends uh the students like whom uh, we uh, did the coaching together so like though they tell that it's a mindset issue what i'm having but i realize that it's not the mindset thing as you yeah Because at least with a majority of the people uh, they have some kind of apprehension in dealing with asian people especially people yeah. our country yeah yeah you're right we we can't blame it uh, fully uh, i'm not putting the blame or making any allegation but then like probably it's their experience uh previous experiences might have uh, made them feel yeah. like that uh, but ultimately like people like you and me and others right. are Yeah, we have we have to grow in because we have great minds you know the way we learn things the way we implement things it's it's completely uh it's fast and it's different from the way people from other countries do we we are brought up we are primed <laughs> we are kind of hardwired for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm hoping that you know um and i think it's to an extent we are seeing it also that more and more women more and more people uh, in general indian people are you know taking kind of shifting uh, their beliefs and kind of taking this uh, route to a different journey like from like we as indians have a traditional journey there's some there there, there are certain uh, professional areas that have been fixed for us for so long but now yeah. we are taking different routes so that's yeah. great anyone believe and i'm sure that you you would agree that the this younger generation that's coming up they are so keen to learn digital marketing and online yes. business and entrepreneurship <laughs> yes people are ready to uh, you know explore uh, new and uh, the un uh, unconventional jobs or career yeah that's the correct right word <laughs> that's the right word <laughs> so yeah so i think i i love your your thoughts and this is obviously a very personal question only i can ask to an indian and normally i don't ask to ask it to like you know um any other person from another country or culture so uh let's take it to how is your like how do you think your current course or your current coaching program is is going to help your audience like what changes can it bring to their life yes um 
See, earlier, like my program was only intended to uh, monetize their expertise or passion. Right now, I'm working <clears throat> after joining the six figure uh, mastermind. Like now, I'm being trained to, uh, to design a program which is at a higher level. So, I'm actually working on coming up with a coaching program where, like, I'll be helping uh, working women in setting up their, you know, passion and purpose-based businesses uh, without any uh, overwhelm or, you know, without yeah, yeah. much without having hustle. to do uh, yes without much hassle so that like they can still find time to spend with their family and friends so that yeah. is the one that is going to come up and i'm sure people are going to love it and it's it's a huge bottleneck you know the time because women can't really spend too much time on their business you know especially married women or yes. uh, the ones with kids I mean, it's it's not even like an excuse. It's 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 the reality. You have to spend time with your kids and your family. I mean, it's a reality, <laughs> right? So especially only... in our cultural setup, we can't. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. It's good that I'm not married yet. So <laughs> <laughs> in some way, but it's in some way it's good. But um, so I I try to f- spend give as much time to business as I can so that, you know, later on I can uh, spend more time with my family, you know, the future family. So I'm trying to, like, spend more hours and devote more time to business right now. So in a way, it's good for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm hoping, like, um, and I'm sure your new coaching program is going to be going to be a success. Also, because so many women are looking for something like this. And so what does it cover? Like other than, other than um, um, you know, setting up, creating a business, online business environment and learning those, those things. Do you teach them marketing skills? Do you teach them selling skills, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, the program covers that. Like, see, right from identifying uh, a a niche product that is uh, that can become profitable and that can be scalable. Uh, we start from there, and then uh, the course designing and the major content will be personal branding and selling, because that those are the things uh, where like most of the uh, students find it most difficult because even when I started off like I struggled a lot with when it comes to generating sales yeah. getting clients initial sales especially yes initial sales especially so that part will be covered and more than uh, building a business see on one side it is they'll be creating making more money on the other side like um this is more than a business where like each individual will be creating a movement, a a, a social, um, where they'll be supporting a social or environmental cause which they uh, stand for. And 
it it is kind of a giving back to the society because uh, this yeah. the last year taught us a lot of things and uh, all these years like we we have been so selfish we only think about ourselves we were not giving back to the society so uh, this program helps in becoming them self sustainable plus giving back to the society to make other women though they can come up with whatever uh, social um, economic issue that they support but in my mind what i have is to support uh, women from rural india to make them financial financially sustainable and uh, that's a great thought great vision and mission <laughs> so like you said that you know initially most entrepreneurs online entrepreneurs especially face this challenge of getting those initial sales initial feedback so do you want to give us some tips or strategies how the new budding entrepreneurs should do a few things or should be careful of a few things you know not making those uh silly mistakes so that they can start getting that cash flow as quickly as possible yeah of course i don't mind see uh the problem arises when everybody thinks about sales only when they go to sell the service or the product which they have developed see this particular tip applies to uh, any product or service or coaching program but Uh, i will tell that they have to start right from the beginning when they start thinking about whom whom they are going to serve or who is going to be their uh, ideal customer of that yeah so correct the the initial point starts there because you know what happens most people at least 99% of the people uh whom i have come across they feel that including me like we all feel that okay i want to get maximum clients i want this person also this person also and i want to serve everybody so that is the yeah. uh, attitude of the people or the thought process goes that way but uh, they have to niche down they have to you know come up with just one single client whom they can serve if they are ready to do that then selling will be easy they yeah. need not be salesy they need not uh, you know worry too much about like what sales techniques they need to use because actually speaking selling is easy you need not follow a set of rules or regulations or this is how selling has to happen nothing of that kind that is one thing which uh, you know always pulls people back because people think yeah. that selling is a complicated process uh, whereas it is not like that my dear friends you yeah. can sell so in whatever way you want if you already have your ideal customer avatar and if you are as long as you are providing value to them it will be easy for you to sell anything I I so love this idea and also that as long as you know what you're offering and how it's going to help the other person yes 
you know like if what's what's the purpose of this product that i'm selling how it's going to change or how it's going to help my my perfect um client uh description you know so if that if that is clear in my mind or you know in anyone's mind then it just eases the whole whole process and journey absolutely so like the idea that you know the the fundamental thing is that you get clear on who is your client and how the things are going to your offer is going to help them right correct yes yep yes and then anything that you feel that this is the mistake or this is the myth that you know we shouldn't get entangled we shouldn't get ourselves entangled with or you know something like that because <laughs> but like we and both of us know that we've made a few mistakes in the beginning i have for sure and so in like if i were to suggest my audience i would say that uh you know don't like one of them is obviously don't don't forget to describe your client avatar at least in your mind if not on paper and you know in everything uh so that's that's the fundamental thing but the, the another thing that we should avoid is trying to create too many products and just just jumping from one to another thinking that this is this is the perfect no 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 this is not working it didn't sell let's move on to the another one <laughs> you know that's that's something i would suggest my audience so yes yeah. i always uh, tell this example to my uh, tribe the inside the, the container because uh from my previous business one mistake what i did was see i started off with chocolate making then then uh, my clients asked me why don't you provide cookies so i started making cookies why don't you make the cake i started making cake and the cake itself like uh, some people asked for you know cream uh, mm. cakes some people asked for uh, travel cakes some even asked for theme cakes and i started catering to all kind of people thinking that okay i'm getting more orders but actually that was a great mistake yeah so that is one advice or what i have to share with people because at that stage like me you will also feel that okay you want more clients but that is actually a myth that that will be a huge mistake what you will be making instead cater to stick on to just one uh product or you know related product and just cater to that particular specialty because the more you specialize in something more people will come to you agreeing correct yeah and so can you give us can you elaborate a little bit on how it affected your business like how this mistake kind of because you know i believe that when you tell people don't do this people are like but why not i mean yeah. how will it affect me <laughs> and so they again they go ahead and do that <laughs> yes i'll tell you what see um i told you earlier that i started my chocolate business uh, in 2008 and like since nobody was doing um chocolate making into that deep like i got media attention and uh, a lot of um, lot many bakers came and learned from me 
so like i became a celebrity chocolate chocolatier in kerala and uh, like i even got students from other neighboring states as well so that was the time when i started you know expanding to other areas like cookies cakes this that and you know what happened was that uh i actually lost my specialty there and though there were still not many people who were doing chocolates to uh, that extent because even now i can claim that like there are certain varieties which nobody makes uh, that, that that is my specialty and my usp so instead of concentrating on that like i got carried away that that should be the apt oh, word yeah. there <laughs> thinking that <laughs> yeah i can i can get more uh, clients i can make more money but now i'm into I'm business here. let's yes. experiment <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so like uh, I, i i actually uh, kind of um, you know uh kept my actual clients at b it is, this is almost like um, i'll tell you like if if you are a teenager and if you are going to uh, shopping say for example clothes if uh, if such if a teenager goes like the teenager's preference is different Uh, yeah. from that of uh, you know 20 to 30 year old or uh, 30 to 40 year old or somebody 40 to 50 year old right. so if you are having a store and if you are telling you come everybody i can cater to all these age groups and if they come and see uh, mainly uh, clothes for teenagers it's not for them so they will just move away so that that is exactly what happened with me also like a person who wanted chocolate when they came to uh, my website like or my place they saw this 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 and they thought like they they didn't want cookies they didn't want cakes and ultimately like uh, i w- i ha- since i was catering to other markets as well my attention got diverted to all this and i couldn't you know become an expert i just became a general you know generalist yeah. yeah so your specialty got lost amidst everything and then you just became like a general store selling everything yes yes <laughs> yeah i think that's that's something to be careful about like everyone should be careful about and i know i face the same issue i won't lie because in the beginning i was thinking now i know blogging i should create a travel blogging course because i was traveling uh, at that point in time so i felt like okay let's just do travel and blogging course i should do a facebook ads course i should do an email marketing course i should just do just do everything you know create 10 courses and so and my mindset was was that if someone uh, you know visits my site and they are somehow interested in buying something they shouldn't feel that oh this is something i don't want i felt like okay if they don't want x i should give them the y option i should give them the you know 
Z option or A, B, C, D option. But that kind of, like you, you, you rightly said, that messes up with your, with your you know, speciality and kind of affects but your business. But in fact, like, as you told, like, even at that stage, if somebody would have come and told us, we wouldn't have listened unless and until they have clearly explained this. Yeah, yeah, so well said. Now we can do. <laughs> yeah, now like we, we can, can do. do. <laughs> we can do to other people, and that that also brings uh, the the you know the importance of the right coach into into limelight because sometimes we tend to ignore what other people are suggesting us just because. We don't like, you know, like you, like we, we hear it all the time that you buy, people buy from someone they like, know and trust. At the same time, we, we can buy from anyone, I think. It's just that, can we listen to their advice? And that's where trust comes in because there are 10 different coaches can tell us 10 different things, yes. but whom do we follow? Whose advice do we follow? You know, that's where the trust thing uh, comes into, comes into picture. Right? Isn't it exciting? Like it, it to me, it just yes, my mind. Uh, yes, that is also there. But then, like there are lot, lot of coaches. When when you take um, you know international scenario, there are so many coaches. Like I myself got, um, you know, got uh, I mean got the uh, admission to various coaches, and then like I had to quit because. Once we got inside, we come to know that it is not what they are saying mm. earlier. So, like that—that that is one thing where again this trust factor comes. Unless and until you know this person for a while, you know like what quality uh, training this person can provide, whether he or she is reliable, whether they are delivering the results. So, all all these. Uh, things yeah. need to be considered. Yeah. And I think people are becoming more and more aware about all this, you know, that before yes. investing, before listening to it, falling for the hype, you should also see whether this will be, this will be like, you know, in your, in your, uh, this will match your zone. Like, you know, like I can fall for the hype, but then whether this person is matching my tone, my voice, my purpose, you know, all those things. Yes. And like you said, whether that person is reliable or not. Yeah. So you want to add anything to that? Uh, no, see, that, that is all. Like, especially when you are looking for a coach, because I'm telling this from my experience, because I had lost a lot of money and time uh, you know, because of this particular factor. See, whenever you are looking for a coach, uh, he or she uh, might be advertising hugely. They might be marketing, uh, you know, hugely. But then, like, don't fall for big uh, promises and, uh, you know, lucrative promises unless and until you really talk to some students or, like, you... Uh, try to know this person by being in their container for a while and know like what is the quality of uh, value they are providing. Yeah. Because a lot of That's hype nice, is going nice. on around 
uh, I have even come across uh, coaches where like they show off as a, a, a hugely successful seven, eight figure uh, coaches. But and they're not. Once you go inside their container only like you understand that whatever they are telling is crap. Mm. There is absolutely no value. So a lot of things are going on there like uh, people can create image um, using a lot of different ways. But authenticity counts there. Authenticity is the key word there. Look for authentic person. Yeah. And I agree, you know, it's it's how much you put, you know, how much you put out there should be proportional to, directly proportional to how much you put inside the container. It shouldn't be inversely proportional. Like one, sh- one is, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think you get my point, but sometimes people feel that they have to do, they have to spend so much time on the marketing side. And delivering is just like you have to just do 20 videos and that's it. And I'm not saying that go beyond 20 videos. What I mean is that it's not just for the sake of doing 20 it, videos. It's, it's not the number of videos or the number yeah. of, uh, the, or the duration of the training program. It's the quality yeah. of what they are providing. Agree. Agree. Like to what extent it can help people. Yep. Yeah. So how is... What are your future plans and where does your, um, like, what's, where do you stand? Where does your business or your, your coaching program stand now? And what is your future plan? Yes, um, I, uh, my mission is to help at least uh, one lakh women uh, to build their business and create a mass movement which can create a huge change in the society. So that is That's lovely. one thing. And I, I know that like it's a huge mission, but uh, I'm hopeful I can achieve it one day. For sure, for sure, 100%. Let me know if I can help at any point in time. <laughs> sure. And right now, are you in the middle of your coaching program? Or, I mean, my question is like, do you have slots? Okay, if four months, 10 people join, then it's four months, it's packed. And then you reopen for another four months. Yeah? Yes, that is how the program goes because it's um, uh, it's not open all the time. Because since I want to give quality, like it's open for just one batch, and once the batch completes only, like, we'll be opening for the next intake. Okay. And so right now you're in the middle of... Uh, uh, yes, because okay. the, the, the batch started in Jan. Now the next intake will be in May. Okay. And so how do you spread the word out? Like, I mean, if you want to use this this platform, this episode to kind of invite people and offer them a free training you go ahead and do that uh see i mainly go only by organic i have done only organic marketing till now for my coaching programs and um, well my uh you know 
main uh, what i believe is that I, i don't want a huge you know people joining in thousands of numbers and me diluting the uh the 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 Impact. interaction between yeah. them okay. and the quality of the program what i'm giving to them instead like i prefer to have small batches where like i can uh, you know interact at a one on one level though it is a group coaching program and i want them to get results within 90 days is what we say but uh the course will be launched in 30 days and the next 60 days they'll be selling the program so that like they start making the uh money as early as possible yeah. because yeah. i know the difficulty i what i have gone through and i don't want that to happen to my students yeah and that's why we are helping them you know that they can save time and energy and money that we would not able to so the next intake is in may uh which is for the passion and profits program but then like before may i'll be coming up with uh, another program which is going to be a high ticket program which is mainly for corporate women who want to quit their 9 to 5 job and want to start a business around their passion at the same time build you know a purpose based uh program i mean purpose based so, business not program business and what's like you said it's high ticket so how what's the difference between this high ticket and the normal coaching program passion to profit yeah the normal coaching program will especially. enable uh, a person um to get Four to five figures initially, unless and until they scale it up, or they have got um, years of experience, and they already have, you know, built their audience. Whereas in this high ticket program, like it is going to be, like they initially itself, it will be a six figure launch for them. Okay. that's on the cost wise also like it is going to be different my passion to profits is just um, 2000 usd for the whole program of course i do have payment plans and this one will be somewhere around you know 5k yeah and that's a good place to start you know these uh, high ticket programs of such caliber so 5k is a good place to start yeah so um i wanted yeah, to ask since you like, like i have not not launched that program like if any of your uh, audience is interested they can join the beta version so that like um i can uh, they can exchange testimonials in return for this particular program and it's open to only five people i have not started calling for that because this program is under construction but if anybody is interested they can waitlist for the beta program okay and so how should they contact you should they yeah they a... can uh, dm me or they can uh, contact at uh, contact at kavitarajivkumar.com okay okay that's great and so one 
I think we are moving towards the end of end of the episode. There's one question that popped in my mind is what's your main source of traffic? Like is this your is the Facebook group your main uh traffic source or the the, the platform where you interact with your audience the most or do you have like I know you mentioned that you have Instagram and you have you're also catering to other platforms as well but like what's your main platform my Facebook profile oh okay so you interact there and then yes you funnel people to other Facebook group or anywhere else that's great I kind of I know this but I miss on that you know I just don't know like a Facebook profile and I know it's it's a good strategy as well but yeah I think I need to work on that <laughs> Facebook profile is a, is Off a the record, like I, I do offer even yesterday also like I had a three-hour master class on that particular topic So every mm. month uh, there is lot of requirement for that so every month like I'm having a Uh, one masterclass on that particular topic where people can use their facebook profile um to get more leads and clients organically yeah yeah i don't i'm because you know my well i i i don't want to go about in sharing my experience to that extent but my i haven't been taking facebook as my first preference and that's that's the reason why you know i've never focused so much on my facebook profile but it is coming into a uh, spotlight and so i know that i need to focus on the facebook profile so, so how are you marketing which platform? i am i have What's a small facebook group where i the my, my thing is that I kind of get few clients that I I kind of work with only few clients that kind of that I handle their project as well. So I coach them plus the handling as well. So they kind of, you know, I touch my goal <laughs> monthly goal with them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's it's like I want to move to evergreen and not just like not just focusing on just a few clients and i want to move to evergreen and i'll be doing that soon very soon in 2021 but my podcast is is my first preference mm-hmm. yeah so uh you want to end on a special note like you want to share anything a quote of yours or yeah where do you want to end this um see what i want this is a special message uh, for the women who are listening out there see we are all born with some kind of talent within us nobody is there with without any talent and and what you need to do is like just come out of your shells where whatever you are having right now and create a a new uh, path for you monetize your 
passion or expertise whatever it is you can even work from home that is the beauty of it yeah. it's not only about the financial stability it brings in security it brings in the freedom of choices it uh, boosts your confidence it make it, it totally transforms you as an individual and yeah. that is what like uh, we need in today's world because uh, from my experience what i have seen women across the world are treated the same whether mm-hmm. it is in india or us or some other place so you need to yeah. stand up for yourself and create uh, your own place in the world and leave a legacy for yourself and your future generation yeah and that's so well said and i resonate with it so much thank you gurinder and i'm so grateful for having you and um you know i haven't done guest episodes for quite some time but uh, i've started them again and so it's good to have you 